What's up, guys? This is the Genocidal Talk, and today, I know I've been prolonging um, doing the podcast. Um, some stuff came up, life, it, it happens, but, you know, some stuff came up, and I know I, I've been letting a lot of my uh, viewers down, but I'm back on it, and I'm back here uh, talking to you guys 1 o'clock in the morning. In this heat, drinking my uh, my cold water. Um, this is something kind of wrestling related, um, podcast, but we're going to talk about long distance, well, well, not long distance, I want to say relationships in general, and what it's like, um, during, like, you being there with the person, and being long distance, and just long distance in general, and not seeing the person until, like, whenever, Okay. So, um, for those of you who don't know, I've been in very, very, very lucrative long, uh, long distance relationships. I've been in a lot of, uh, long, uh, long distance relationships. Um, they all didn't end well. Um, my past, I'll give you a little rundown. Um, this is actually a wrestling related, so, uh, my longest relationship was two and a half years. Two and a half years on and off. We, me and this girl would be not fighting. It was just it didn't feel right. So two and a half years, me and her were on and off. We eventually broke up. Um, I don't talk to her anymore. So I guess that's a good thing. I mean, kinda. I mean, she never. It's, it's weird. <laughs> we know we don't talk to begin with, so I don't wish nothing bad upon her. I, that was actually my first long distance. No, my first long distance relationship was um, some girl in Pennsylvania. Um, her name was Autumn. She's a really dope person. She's 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 now married with a kid, and I'm happy for her. Um, gotta drink my water. It's really hot. Um, then I moved on to uh, the girl who I was with for two and a half years. Then, which is Beth. I'm going to just not, because her name is hella Hispanic, and I'm not going to try to enunciate that. Um, then afterwards, I dated some Indian girl from India. Or at least I think it was. She was Arabic, I believe. I don't know. Can't can't tell the difference. I'm probably like the most impolitically correct person, or in, uh, politically incorrect person, if you want to call it that way. Um, we did it for about six months, and I know I, I wasn't six months. Yes, yeah, six months because around that time is when I started losing relationship uh, feelings for the relationship, and I'm actually gonna get into that. So. Um, what the fuck? Okay, so, I was dating this girl for six months. I remember her name, but for me to enunciate it again, not happening. Um, what, I always had feelings for Giselle, just going back into the Giselle thing, so... Fuck me, I guess, right? I, I lied, I guess. My podcast, I lied. My last two ones, anyways. So, um, 
what the hell was it? So me and Giselle called a movie. I forgot what it was. Oh, Megaminds, I think it was called, with the the blue alien who was a like fucking villain. And at the end of the the movie, he turned into a hero. I think that's what the name was of it. Um. Anyways, me and Giselle were me Giselle and my little brother. We were all watching the movie, and then what the fuck happened? Oh, I almost cheated. That's what happened. <laughs> I went and kissed, or at least attempted to kiss Giselle. Awkward. Very awkward, because I got rejected. But, anyways, moving on from that. Um, after her, there was Heather. She was pretty cool. The reason why we broke up, because of her, you know, bisexuals and their monogamous relationships. She had um, a girlfriend while we were dating, and I didn't consider it cheating because it's like, it, it. I thought of it as pretty, you know, 16, you're thinking shit is pretty cool. Like, you know, you have a bisexual girl, not knowing there's a lot more complications that came with it, so... Um, her ex girl, uh, well, yeah, well, her now her ex, but at the time they were dating. Um, her girlfriend and I were talking, and she, her girlfriend really got jealous and was like, "No, that's my girlfriend," and I'm like, "No, I'm also her, uh, her boyfriend, so we're together." And it didn't end well. Me and her got into an argument. Me and Heather actually got into an argument, and I was just like, "You know what? Be with her." Um. A couple of times afterwards, me and Heather tried to rekindle that, but it was just like, I don't know. I like her, but I think I like her as a human being and as a person and as a friend than a relationship. So I was just like, nah. Um, what else, girl? Who else? Then I dated, no, I was talking to this girl. I was talking to this girl, Destiny. Um, me and her never dated, but the girl I did end up going with was um, a girl named Ivy, and me and her uh, dated for eight months, and she's part of the reason why I don't have my wrestling company now. Um, I used to um, run and own a wrestling company, and everyone on... Um, it never went up on YouTube because we never had like any reason to record this shit. Because literally the way it was set up, it was hard to even do that. But um, we did uh, stiffing. And if you don't know what stiffing is, it's um, a terminology that wrestlers use for for realsies. Of punching for realsies or kicking for realsies or just hitting for realsies. So... Um, I remember we were dating and she, what was it? She was telling me, um, I was telling her like, hey, I was a, I'm a wrestler. Um, I own my own, I didn't tell her I own my own company, but I, I did tell her like I'm a wrestler and, you know, and the company was ECWF. So it was just like, I just literally got lazy 
um, stick the F in at the end of the ECW, which is original brand to begin with. And I thought that was cliche as fuck. It was really, it's called Extreme Championship Wrestling Federation. So I thought that was very cool. Um, she, I got hurt actually one time and I didn't tell her like that I owned a company, but I, she was telling me like, I don't want to, I don't want you wrestling. I don't want you getting hurt. I, you know, I love you. Um, um, and for a while we had arguments about it and I was telling her like, look, I love wrestling. Wrestling is my life. I'm not going to give wrestling up, <sighs> which, re- which led to my retirement. <laughs> Um, she was really persistent on it. She's like, I really love you. I really don't want you getting hurt. And I actually did get hurt one time because I did, um, I took the bump on a, um, a tile floor and my back was fucked after that. Like I have, I suffer from back spasms, like really bad back spasms. So it's time to time my back will start hurting out of nowhere. So yeah, that's a thing. That's why. It's hard for me to do a lot of things, but because of the back spasm. But um, I was laying there for a while. My back. I continued to match, but I was laying there for a while. My back hurted, and I went to the doctors, and the doctors like, "Yeah, you suffer from back spasms." Everybody thought it was weight, my weight. By the time now, I can see where it's like my weight, but back then it was not my weight. Like I was a, I was a very skinny kid. I was very skinny. Like I looked like I. It looked like I ate well, but I didn't work out. That was the thing. My metabolism, because I was wrestling all the time and I was sweating like a lot. Like I, you know, I sweat so much. Like I would do um, 20 minute matches, 30 minute matches, and I'd be sweating. Like it's crazy. Like people were like, you could get out of submissions hold so easily because you sweat. You could just literally slip out. And I'm like, yeah, I know. That's how I clear out. I won a lot of my matches. I literally just slipped out of my other submission holes with, by using my sweat. So, um, that was the thing that was I kept doing until I gained all the weight because everybody kept saying that I was fat. I need to lose weight. I was like, in my mind, it's like once you tell me I'm fat, I'm just gonna not do. I'm just gonna do the opposite. Like I remember the last time I was weighed in. For a wrestling match, I was like 199. I was like, holy shit, I'm gaining so much weight. It's fucking ridiculous. I used to be, um, before, realistically, I used to be 150 to 180. That was like the range I was at. It's not until I stopped wrestling because of her, and I'm going to get into what happened with me and her. Um, after me and Ivy uh, broke up, I went out with this girl, Erica, now. Actually, I actually dated two Ericas. Um, well, you could throw Tiffany in there as well. I dated Tiffany as well. Tiffany Rivera. She's a crazy bitch. She's really fucking crazy. Like, it wasn't long distance. She lived on Staten Island. It's just that it felt long distance because she didn't want to ever see me. Like, it didn't feel like a real relationship. So, um... But the Erica I dated before I got with this. Oh, and um, the hell's her name now? Oh, what the hell's her name? Destiny, Destiny, no, not Destiny. Denise, I think her name was. I think it was Denise. 
I can't remember her name. I dated three girls all together long distance after Ivy. Um, I dated this girl named Erica. She lived in Ohio. She was 17 at the time. And me and her, we automatically clicked. And it was fucking great. Like, I got nudes from her. And she was very beautiful. Very, She had a very banging body. Um, things didn't end up well because she's bipolar as fuck. Um, so that didn't end well. But I want, like I said, I'm going to get into the Ivy situation. So don't worry about that. I'm just going to give you the bust down for every other girl. Um, she was bipolar. She was upset because we met on Meet Me. And if anybody knows or used that app, it's where literally people go for sex, you know, or they're looking for relationships, but it's mainly sex that they, the guys are looking for. And it's kind of hard to compete because, you know, girls don't know who's genuine and who's not. So we, I was talking to her. She, she, we, I didn't use her for sex. I actually liked the girl a lot. And the reason why we broke up is because, or why we started talking but we never really made that click is because I was like telling her like you know I'm gonna go to Ohio and go to college there and <laughs> we got into a stupid ass argument and I posted out of anger like I'm not going to Ohio I'm going to college somewhere else and ah and she took it as me and her are not gonna go out and hold on She took us, me and her, not going out, and we just stopped talking. Like, we just got into so much bad arguments, it was ridiculous. Um, so, that's what happened with Erica. Now, the other Erica, and I'm gonna give you the whole, I can't give you a rundown of the story because the story was just ridiculously fucking crazy, and I could get in so much trouble for this, but I'm gonna be, I'm always honest about my podcast and everything I do. I technically not should be a pedo. It was it's again to it. Okay, so I was talking to this girl again. Meet me, um, and if you know if you go on the Meet Me site, the age restriction is between sixteen to God knows what, right? So the age limit is sixteen though. Because they don't want anybody younger to get onto the site. Because it's very, very mature content on the site. And they thought 16 year old would be appropriate to be on the site. So I started talking to this girl, Erica. And she's actually 14. Now keep that in mind. I was at the time 17 turning 18. So... Me and her started talking. She lied about her age. She said that she was 18. The profile showed that she was 18. I never thought, because again, it's long distance, so I never thought of anything, actually. And she's actually the second bisexual girl I dated, and this is what fucks everything up. So, she... We actually don't even talk anymore. That's that's the crazy part. But anyways, I'll, I'll get into this. I'm getting into the story. So, she told me that she was 18. 
me and her started dating. And everything was running smooth till we got into our first argument. And we broke up. And I was telling her I love her and stuff like that. We dated about, I think, a month or so, something like that. Anyways, um, at this time, I was talking to another girl named Denise. I think that was her name. Um, I went out with Denise. Then I took back Erica because Erica was begging for me to take her back. So I was like, okay. And... I was having a confliction. I was like, I don't like cheating and stuff like that. So I technically also cheated too. So that's a thing too. Um, I broke up with Denise for Erica, which was stupid because again, she's 14. I didn't know this. <sighs> Denise was, I think, 27, 26, 27, some shit like that. Um... So Denise was begging and begging, but Denise was a hoe, so no. I already stuck with I already made my decision. I was like, I'm gonna stick with Erica. I'm gonna I made my mind up, I'm sticking with Erica. Erica had a girlfriend on the side. So I didn't consider cheating. It came down to the point where her girlfriend was more priority than me. So I was like, you know, you got to come to this ultimatum where it's either me or her. She chose me. She cut her off. Everything started running good. Till I got a text message. I think it was one of her friends texted me on a text free app number. And she texted me saying, by the way. The girl that you're dating, she's actually 14. You're going you're gonna to get locked up. So I get this message, and I'm freaking the fuck out. So I call Erica, and I'm like, oh, no, there was another girl after Erica, so I'm lying. <laughs> Anyways, um, I turned to Erica. I was like, Erica, is this true? Are you 14? She's like... At first, she was denying it. Then she came to the truth and the realization she can't play it off anymore. She's like, yeah, I am 14. I was like, what the fuck? And I'm like, and I'm starting to love you, so that's even worse. Now I look like I'm, now I look really fucked up beyond belief. So, I had an ultimatum to make here. It's either I stay with this girl and keep the charade up or do I fucking let her go now I'm gonna be honest with you I did love her so I try to make this whole excuse oh you know it's not a big deal it's like four years apart three years apart some shit like that um we can make it we can, we can work we don't have to be dating we could just be talking stuff like that what killed it was the friend she was like no 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 her mom's about to call the cops it has to be done it has to be done so i was like okay 17 18 turning 18 falling in love with a 14 year old then look at that i look back at the situation I'm like that was pretty fucking stupid that was like the lowest point i ever hit 
you can't call me a pedo because I didn't know until and then when I did find out it's like it's not like I wanted to be with her it's more like you know we can talk and I'll wait till you turn of age or near that age then we'll talk about things like a relationship oddly enough not oddly enough it's more like yeah I mean oddly enough it's kind of odd because we did ended off on a good terms we were friends um, she goes on Facebook, starts being an asshole completely, being a bitch. I, I end up blocking her on Facebook, so. Good for me, I guess. I mean, like, shit, I don't really care. But, yeah, it was, that was a weird part of my life. It was really weird, like. That was low. I told my I told my one best friend about it, and he was like, "Wow, what the fuck?" He's like, "You're not a, really a pedo because you didn't know she lied to you." So, again, the age restriction on Meet Me is sixteen. Like sixteen is the lowest you can go. You can't go any lower than that. So, um, she lied about her age completely. Made me feel like a complete pedo, and yeah, got got that like kind of thing going on there like I feel like a piece of shit afterwards um after her I dated some other girl god I can't remember her name but she cheated on me so it didn't really matter anyways I should just bitch so going back to Ivy now Ivy, I'm sweating like crazy right now. Ivy, me and Ivy were dating for a good eight months. And for the good eight months, we were talking about, I was talking to my friend about getting my license, going down there, going to visit her, going to meet her, stuff like that. Um, and this is why I say, and this is the whole point of this podcast, long distance relationships Excuse me. It's the hardest thing to do. Long distance relationships, you cannot keep up with them physically because no matter what you do, the person is going to always feel alone. Now, you can love the person where the person and find that one person that's faithful to you, but, you know, nine times out of ten, girls don't think that way. Nine times out of ten, girls think. I have needs, he has needs, I don't know if he's cheating, so why am I being faithful to somebody who's probably not um, being faithful, I'm going to go cheat. So Ivy made me waste eight months of my life with her, so she, alright, what's the first thing she did, she asked me to buy her a hat and send her a letter and I sent her all of that. I sent her money. I sent her my my chain. I sent her a lot of shit. Like shit that I... And I, mind you, I wasn't working at this time. I went to the mall, bought her um, um, those... Oh, what the fuck was the hat called? Not true religion hats. It was... Uh, I went to Zoomies for the Obey hats. Those fucking stupid Obey hats. Um... Sent her my personal chain that I was rocking. Like, I, I love that chain to death, and I'm never going to get that chain back. I sent her a lot of shit. 
and and I want to give you a reason why I, I say relate long distance. Now, I had another long distance relationship after her uh, after all of that, but I'm gonna get into that. Um. So she was worried about me and my wrestling. She was just telling me like, "Don't wrestle. I don't want you getting hurt. Stuff like that." So I I literally. Because I already had enough bullshit as is with the guys. I retired from wrestling. I retired everything. She played the main part of it. She played a lot of the... Um, she played a lot into my business failing. The guy, the wrestlers that I had also played a lot as well. Because some of them would bitch. Oh, I have this, I have that. And I don't want to get hurt and stuff like that. So, a lot of things happened to where my company fucking failed. And it flopped so, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to retire from wrestling, I'm not going to do it, nobody on the island likes wrestling anyways, so, I mean, I was, I was sadly mistaken, but nobody, at the time, I was thinking, nobody likes wrestling anyways, so, fuck it, I don't really care, um, I was, for the eight months, miserable, because I never got a phone call from her, never video chatted her, I actually went down to North Carolina, um, I convinced my dad to go to Georgia, into Georgia, because we went to South Carolina, and he was like, find out where this girl lives, and we'll go. Not me being stupid, I didn't think, hey, let me go and look up the address that she gave me, I decided, okay, actually multiple times while I was down south to, you know... <laughs> Um, to give me her address because I'm down here and I'm down south and she never gave me her address, nothing like that. So I wasn't getting catfish. I know that for a fact because I, she is a real person. It's just, um, she played me. She made me look stupid. Uh, what really killed it was our eight month anniversary. I, in the morning, um, I was talking to another girl, like I said, while I was talking to Ivy, and I dubbed the other girl for Ivy, because the other girl, I started seeing that it wasn't working, and I didn't really care about it, I cared more about Ivy, so I asked Ivy, um, can you give me a phone call, you know, it would be really appreciated if you give me a phone call tonight, you know, it's our eight month anniversary, I love you, and I want to talk to you, she said, fine, no problem. She's like, I would have to first borrow my grandmother's phone or some bullshit like that. Because when you try to call the phone number, it's like, you can't, she can't receive phone calls. So, I was like, okay. Cheat on me, by the way. She cheated on me with my, her ex-boyfriend, which was my best friend. My best friend, like, tossed her number to me and, like, talked to her and, like, get her out of my hair. And... He showed me a picture that she sent me to him as well. So I was like, wow, that's pretty fucked up. But I took her back and we dated. Anyways, um, I never received a phone call. So I called her. It did that whole, you know, their phone call can't be completed as dial. Check the number and dial again type bullshit. So it was a prepaid card that she was calling me off on. Oh, well, text me off of. Um, and I begin to snap. I was like, fuck this, I'm done. Uh, you know, I, I got upset. Um, she, we was talking. 
And she was just like, you know what? I'm done. I don't want to be with you anymore. I'm done. I was like, what do you want? What do you don't? What do you mean you don't want to be with me anymore? She's like, I'm done with you. You know, I loved you, but it's too much. And after, and it's one of those sayings like, you don't know the whole entire story until after you break up with the person or after the person leaves your sight. Then you find out the whole entire truth of the story or the truth of the matter. That's exactly what happened with me. So after we broke up, people started coming out left and right. And I didn't see these people before, but people started coming out left and right saying, hey, you know, she used me. She did the same thing you did and she did to you. We've been dating for this amount of time and it'll be around the same time as when we were dating. I'm like, oh, so she cheated me with multiple people. All right, I got you. So I took fake emails like I made multiple. And this is the reason why. Um, Facebook now has um, where you have to verify with your phone number and or email because of me. It was because of me. I, I did that. So if you're making another Facebook and you're trying to prank somebody or whatever, you have to first verify it. So that's the thing. It was because of me. Because <laughs> I would use fake uh, emails that wouldn't even be existing. I used them. And I would make the name Alf. I would make the, the person a female. <laughs> Excuse me, guys. I make the person a female, and I would post Ivy's nudes all over on Facebook. Send them to all her friends, all her family members. She's a cheating whore, this, this, and the third. All that. I sent everything. Everything. I think I had videos of her, too. I sent all of that. Everything. Um, She got tight. She was like, you're ruining my life. She then proceeded to take a gun and put it in her head and attempt to commit suicide. And she's like, this is what you drove me to, uh, you know, all types of stuff. Me and her started talking again as friends afterwards. And then after that, I, you know, I was like, I still feel in love with her, like still in love with her. I fucked up her relationship with her man that she was dating told him what type of person she is he started realizing it and he was like you know if you want to go back out with her you can and I said yeah dumbass me she said no we started talking as friends a little bit and then that was it we don't talk anymore she's married now I think she has a kid I don't know I don't I the last time I checked she was married so but my whole thing is with relationships, it don't long distance relationships and relationships in general, they, it costs a lot of work and you would need to put in a lot of the amount of the work, especially if it's long distance. Now, I had one long distance relationship where I saw the person and it still failed. So you're, um, I'll give that real quick. Um, I was dating this girl um, named Susie. Me and her were talking for five, six months. Um, she fell in love with somebody else that was living there. I made them break up because, you know, I put logic into effect and I'm a very manipulative person. If I want something, I will manipulate somebody to get it for me or do it for me or something, you know, in that general nature, if I really wanted to. I manipulated her relationship where she would end up breaking up with him. Um, I saw her. We only lasted three months because her ex-boyfriend came back into the picture and I was just like, I was not happy with her anyway. So, um, three years later, we talking again and 
I had sex with her a couple of times afterwards. You know, it wasn't any, I, I didn't see a relationship with her. I just wanted sex from her, I guess. And the sex is definitely different. I mean, her pussy is great, but I that's how I knew I was not in love with this girl, or I didn't want anything to do with her. Like at first, I thought I was, I thought I was in love with her, but that's not the case, and that's why my PP underperformed where it didn't underperform before. Um, the whole point of the story is, long distance relationship don't work. No matter how many turns or no matter how many amount of work you put in, no matter what the person does, if it's not two hands doing things, it's not going to work. Now, traveling on the road is even worse because you have your self-doubts. My friend today found out that his girlfriend that he was dating long distance cheated on him. I already seen the signs. I already told him, like, due to personal experience, I'm like, dude, your girl's cheating on you. Just wait for it. She will fucking destroy you. And I got the text message just confirming that. Relationships, especially long distance relationships, is something that you need a lot of patience for. You cannot go into this thinking that, you know, it's just me talking. You have to have a lot of patience. There's a lot of things that go on with it. Like, it's not as simple as people made it out to believe. It's not simple. It's where if things don't go right, you're hurting yourself. You're putting yourself out there. You're now you're exposed. All types of stuff. It's crazy. It's a, it's really ridiculous. Um, it's hard. Long distance relationship is not easy. Any relationship is not easy, especially when you know the person is right there and they're gone. Or they're on the road 24-7. And you don't know when you're going to see them. If you're ever going to see them. You know. It's a hard it's a hard thing to think about. It's really hard. I tell you this much. I condemn. And I, I give my credit to anybody. Who has a long distance relationship. And it works. Me. I had bad luck. I actually now talk to this girl. She lives in Denver. Um. And actually, everything is going well. She, you know, she's a lot older, which I like. I like older women. I don't like young, uh, younger women. Love older women. And she's cool, smart, funny. And it's working out. But you never know what's on the other end of the, uh, the, end of the tunnel. You know, that person that you're dating can fuck you over. You know, you want to hope that they, you, with all their trust and all the trust you put into them, that they're not going to hurt you. But you never know. You never know. And relationships are hard. Whether you see the person and they live down the block from you or in another, like, town, like, that's 30 minutes away. Or whether it be, like, 30 miles or uh, kilometers away, like, you know, it, on some whole, I need to take a whole entire, like, bus to get there. The one thing that kills relationships is trust. If you do not have any trust or lack of trust in the person, um, it doesn't work. Another thing is, well, especially with one distance relationship, never believe a thing that the person says. Go out and do your research. You do your research and you learn. Another thing, their first choice is not your only choice. Remember that. 
you know, you can love a person to death, but they're not the only choice for you. You can you can love somebody else ten times better, and they actually show you something that the other girl couldn't. You know, that's how I look at things. I look at things like, you know, my first option is not the only option. There's other options out there, and maybe, maybe, just maybe, this first option that I have is going to fuck me over. You know, and it goes into the trust. You have to have trust, but also, if you see certain things, just, again, like I said, your first option is not your only option. Choose other people. Choose them wisely. Um... Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised either if when you get hurt that you start going into into depression or a depressing state of mind. Why? Because yeah, you didn't see the person, but that's some one person you thought was cool that you might be able to see who is now dubbing you, who's now, you know, saying, Hey, I don't want to be a part of you or be a part of your life anymore. Leave me alone. It's hard, it's crushing. I've been there, I've done that. Me, personally, I would never want to go through that again. And I wouldn't want nobody to go through that again. Or going through it at all. If you've been in a long-distance relationship, then I would say again. But if you haven't, at all. If you're in a relationship right now, listen to what I'm saying to you. Love, cherish, and hold that person. Because you never know when they're going to be gone. You never know when life is. Life is very short. Life is not determined. It's predetermined by whoever, but it's not determined by you. You can live up to a certain amount of years and then die. You can live up to a amount of certain days and then die. You can live like up to a amount of hours, seconds, minutes before you die. You know, life is not promised. You are not promised tomorrow. You're not guaranteed tomorrow. You're only hoping and wishing. Same thing with this relationships. You're hoping and wishing that the person will stay. You're not guaranteed for that person to stay. You will get hurt. But when you have to find the right person, you no longer have to worry about it. You don't longer have to worry about it. The best advice I got from somebody, especially like my father, um, don't worry about them. Worry about yourself. You know? So, my whole thing is, when you're with somebody, again, cherish, hold, and love them. But they're not the only option, and they're not the only person that loves, cherish, and holds you. Or wants to, at least. There's other people that are out there that can do so much more for you than that person. So, never, ever, ever think for a second that, you know, long distance relationship can't work. They can work, depending on the person, depending on the patient, and depending on what you do as a person. So, you know, that's just words of the wisdom. I'm hot right now, I'm getting kind of, like, sleepy, but... Yes, that's the journalist I will talk today. Um, I definitely want you guys to listen to my words, heed my warning. If you're in a long-distance relationship, start talking to other females because chances are you might find out to a female that's pretty fucking dope and that you like to work with.
So yeah, keep that all in mind. I'm meet you guys on the next one. Love you, peace, harmony, and tranquility.